ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, my patron peeps, and thanks for the, all the help, patrons. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, and let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, you know, things on your mind, uh, things emotionally coming up for you, physical, physical sensations, uh, changes in time or temperature or travel, all of which are common right now, or it could be someone else traveling... Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is, you know, I'm going to create this uh, safe place. Uh, I have it set aside. I have safe uh, Within the safe place, I have a place set aside for you. And, yeah, it's customizable. Upgra- it's not upgradable because, it, well, it is upgradable. But all, like, uh, in- instantaneous upgrades. Or you'd say, I don't think it's an upgrade. It's just make it better. You say, well, uh... You know what I mean? Because usually upgrade, they say, well, that's going to be you know, another four bucks. In this case, you just say, well, I could use a cup rest. You say a cup rest or a cup holder. And you say, great, great question. So Scoots, uh, they say, okay, let me get back to you. Cup rest. I don't know if they have those yet. They have cup holders. Cup rest. Uh, the view from the cup rest. Uh, a solo story. Number two. There you go. Uh, 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 okay, so if you're new, though, sorry, I went off topic early. Here's a couple things. We're in the beginning of the show. This is a meandering intro. It takes about 12 minutes or so. And uh, you give it a few tries. Don't try to make too much sense of it if you're new. That's what almost every regular listener says, which is like a couple hundred thousand people, uh, which is a good number of people. And uh, they say, well, you give it a few tries. The first time I didn't make sense, like I tried to make sense of it. But the intro is a, a friendly monologue, not a infomercial or anything. So just get comfy. You could fall asleep during this, but a lot of listeners use it as part of their wind-down routine as they get ready for bed. A few listeners, I think I said, I can't remember the math now. If it's 3%, skip, skip straight to the story, which is usually around 20 minutes or so in. Uh, and uh, some people fall asleep during the intro. More and more people will listen to the intro during the day or the story during the day just to unwind. Uh, then, there's, then there'll be uh, not a story tonight. Tonight will be a uh, uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade recap uh, where I'll try to run through the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or, or some guests will. So that'll be... Uh, uh, that'll be the story, that, and then there'll be some thank yous and some good nights at the end. Between the intro and the story and at the beginning of the show is the business. That's how we keep the show free uh, and going, you know, like 90-plus hours a week going to work, keeping the show free and easy for you. So I'm here to put you asleep, and that's the structure of the show. So uh, structurally, that's what to expect. Uh, then... Oh, is that everything structural? Yeah. So if you, also, if you're new, the, the show doesn't make a lot of sense. I go off topic a lot. Oh, wait, I didn't say. I'm going to send my, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lowly, lulling, soothing tones, uh, also lulling, soothing tones, and lollies, uh, soothing uh, tones, uh, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, backwards logic, turning inward. And then spiraling outward, ideally, uh, and uh, to, to, to help you fall asleep, to keep you company as you drift off. So those are the other things. This is a podcast you don't need to listen to. You you don't need. You should not feel obliged to listen to it. Definitely, uh, but you're also no, you're under no pressure to listen or to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company as you drift off. Uh, so if you fall asleep fast, that's great. Uh, I'm here, uh, but, you know, and uh, while you sleep, I'll just be talking. I'll be keeping you company even while you drift off. And that is part of what I think works about the show is for a lot of us, there's a parade of thoughts uh, running through our heads or parade of f- feelings or, or something. 
And a lot of them got that marching band stuff or big balloons to to, to grab a hold of our attention. Or at least this what's happened. This what's happened. This was the, the grab a hold of my words. I think that was my balloon. My words just went off in a balloon. Yeah, but they grab a hold of our thoughts and they say, well, boy, there's where you had that runny nose. Uh, and then, a, then there's a band and they say, this is the, uh, you know, down home fun band is singing. Uh, don't sniffle, blow that nose. And you say, well, I already saw the balloon. I don't even have runny nose. That was like 18 years ago. Uh, so there could be a parade of thoughts. And, and the difference is this podcast is kind of a parade of nonsense. But kind of like a, like a blurry nonsense where you say, huh, I can see there's some nonsense in that parade. But I can't really focus on it. But it is, it moves nicely. It moves in a soothing way, even though it's a nonsensical parade. Here's, here's a question just popped in my head. And I guess I already know the answer to this, which unfortunately would be, but you see, is a nonsensical parade, what's the route for a nonsensical parade? Uh, but as someone who's done this podcast for so long, you say, well, it have to be pretty, like, unfortunately, to be so nonsensical, it would have to have a pretty well-structured uh, route. Uh, I realize that's paradoxical, but, uh, and they say, well, that's nonsense. And I'd say, right, that's the correct kind of structured nonsense in the nonsensical. And also, you got to, you know, stay off the sidewalk. That's for the viewers of the parade. And they'd say, I didn't join a nonsensical parade for this kind of nonsense. And they'd say, well, we have a nonsense. We have the nonsense parade scheduled for 2 p.m. You could be in that parade. Uh, that parade is very strict, by the way. Both, so I don't know what kind of nonsense or nonsense you're looking for. But, yeah, this podcast is so nonsensical. It follows a structure that you don't need to listen to. And that there's no pressure to fall asleep. You know, so it's full of nonsensical ideas. Like, uh, you, you, even you, sometimes you have a parade of decent thoughts, like that whole cup. You say, well, they have cup holders. What did I say? What about a cup lifter? I think that would have to be, they call that an arm and a hand. And I'd say, okay, what was the other one? I said, a cup, a cup perch. Uh, bad idea. Okay, great. That was easy. You don't want to perch your cup on anything, even though we do. It's human nature. Is the great cup of philosopher, uh, 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 it was one of the, like, uh, I can't think of anything other than solo when it comes to cups. Oh, Dixie, it was, uh, solo, Dixie solo. Also, believe it or not, it is my third in the lineup of, uh, of, uh, of dancer names when I, when I just say, well, I'm not feeling like whoever it was, uh. Uh, Milan Rouge, Melange Rouge. Uh, that that's also one of my. That's a name I've been testing out. Not quite there yet, but it's the name. But yeah, I said that's when I give it. Like I like to dance as Dixie Solo sometimes, mostly square dancing, like without a partner or an imaginary partner. That's to get it. It's Dixie Solo. I didn't get it. My brain just told me a joke or a pun. Uh, we were talking about we did, we had cut so we took, there's a parade of thoughts you see a okay, cup perch no cup holder already invented cup cup uh, lifter maybe just get yourself a like a lift one of those self lifting desks that would automatically lift your cup you say well this uh, standable desk or whatever also com- comes with a cup lifter. And you see, well, the cup's just on the desk. Yes, it's in, it's lifted with the desk uh, on the surface of the desk. But I saw it, it invented something else. It was a cup stand. No, that's more. That's also something. Uh, a cup with a view. I thought that's what I was naming the movie. Uh, how about this? A cup summit. Uh, that could be a lot of things. You know, me like uh, cups coming together to figure out stuff. Uh, cup and cup related. Things interesting to cups and things interesting to cup makers. But yeah, it could be a podcast, a cup summit, a cup notes. Uh, only podcast about cups. Uh, and uh, every episode <laughs> contains a joke, ICUP, uh, at some point during this podcast. Uh, what other, uh, like, uh, cup summit. Uh, yeah, I like that idea. The cup that summited can you say the cup that's reached a summit, uh, 
the cup that could. That book's been written probably already a few times. Mine would be the cup that could. Uh, pregnant pause. Summit. Uh, the story of the cup in that dude's pocket that went all the way up to the top of Everest. Uh, my story. Yeah, how about that? The cups is like, uh, this was back in the 70s when those Dixie cups were a thing. A dude washed his hands in the bathroom uh, and took a shot of water and said, well, I can't just throw the Dixie cup away and put it, put it in his pocket, summited Everest, uh, possibly. This is all imaginary. And uh, with the help of like a thousand people, uh, and yeah, that was my story. Uh, uh, the cup they could summit. Uh, and he said, "Well, actually, you were carried along." And he said, well, who, "Who's carrying who?" I was full of you know. You ever heard of hydration, uh, Bub? Actually, this is a sleep podcast. I don't need any cups. Uh, uh, I see you peek up. Uh, bada boom. Anyway, so this is a podcast to keep you company to take your mind off of stuff as you drift off to sleep. But the reason I make this show is because I've been there, eh, tossing and turning, and, and I just like to help if, if I can. Uh, I think that's it. So uh, don't try to make too much as, as a sense of the show. If this is your first, first few times to listen, give it a few tries. See how it goes. Uh, but I'm here to help uh, because I really, truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, uh, I appreciate you coming by. I work very hard now. You're in a nice drive uh, to, 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 to keep you company as you drift off into dreamland. Thank you so much. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Scoots. Uh, so I'm recording this ahead of time because uh, I'm not uh, on this episode. I just wanted, in case you're a new listener and you didn't listen, you haven't listened to these parade episodes before, uh, I, I don't host them. I have a team. Uh, every year the team has grown until last year when I said uh, the team is going to shrink and I'm going I'm to sit on the sidelines or the parade route, as we say, or my couch. Uh, uh, but tonight will be a recap of the, Macy, the highlights or stuff from the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And it's uh, conducted by my neighbor, Ray Perkins, is kind of the host. Uh, Ray Perkins is a, a older gentleman who lives next door to me. And he's super kind. And then my sometimes roommate, Bernie the Butterfly, who's kind of a grouchy butterfly. He's on a tote bag in our store. Uh, and uh, Bernie, Bernie will be there. Kind of it's a contrast to race positivity. Most parades don't feel the need for, like, equal time with personalities. They say, let's all have fun at this parade. Maybe just different kinds of people enjoying the parade. Uh, but uh, So that's Bernie. And then a, a team uh, who you may recognize a little bit because they were once famous characters in another realm. Or I guess they resemble famous characters from another realm because that realm doesn't have fan fiction. And so in some sense, they're either a parody or a social commentary, more likely, of uh, those characters. But really, they somehow popped out of that universe and ended up living with my neighbor, Ray. Yeah, that's really the facts. According to to, to uh, someone who's initial on, on his luggage and lapel says GRRM. Uh, and I said, wow, how do you get him to print four letters? And he said, I said, no, fan. I said, it wasn't fan fiction. He said, I said not to toy around in my universe. Uh, and I said, I couldn't help it. They came with me. Uh, but anyway, you, so they do resemble two characters from that universe. Or let's see, there's a universe uh, where there's a character named Tommen. I guess in that universe, Tommen is uh, sleeping. And then there's also a character named Sir Gregor, who is not sleeping. He's become a different person. Uh, like he's some sort of Gargasmurf or something. Uh, or, but uh, So that's the world. Those characters, uh, those were characters in a world somewhere in a realm. In this world, at some point, my neighbor Ray gets these two roommates, uh, or, or more like uh, boarders uh, or new nephews or something, and they decided to have new names. So the person who may have been named Tom in one world 
liked the Goonies so much, he decided he would be Mikey in this world. So there's someone named Mikey, who I guess doesn't say, according, according to uh, history experts, sounds nothing like Tom in any way. But I would say if you listen to his heart uh, and his intellect, you'd say, well, okay, it does sound a bit like Tom. And then if you put it that way. And then another character that sounds, not, or another friend of mine, a neighbor, that sounds nothing like the character they're based on or influenced by, once was, could have been, there once was a character named Sir Gregor. Now next door to me lives someone named The Gregor. Again, I think it was because they watched a Silver Spoons Marathon and the Ricky Schroeder character, this was an 80s uh, sitcom, he called himself The Ricker, and so The Gregor calls himself The Gregor, not just, like, that's his official name. And also, sometimes we have to be careful, because The Gregor also uh, developed a very, uh, uh, he, he's a big fan of uh, mu- musicals. Yeah, so though I don't think Tom. Hopefully, I didn't check the parade schedule to see if Tom and the Gregor are doing any musical coverage. Hopefully, they'll cover something else. Yeah, but I think that's it. Basically, they'll be doing some parade coverage. Uh, but I just wanted to set that up. If you hear these voices, uh, and I also made notes. I said, "Take it slow, super slow." Uh, uh, you know, let's slow this parade down. It's not slow enough. Uh, three hours. Uh, uh, they, they said this episode can only be an hour, but it has to be somehow feel slower than that three-hour parade with uh, great commercials, by the way, or some really well-done commercials. I don't know if this is the new, like this is where they're testing the talent out for the Super Bowl commercials, but bravo, if you're in the business there, you did a great job. Uh, I mean, I didn't buy anything except stuff in my fridge uh, and, and pens that I take. Well, I didn't buy the pens. All my pens are from hotels for the most part. So, uh, yeah, that's it. So I'm going to hand things over to uh, to Ray Perkins, uh, and this will be the 2018 uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade recap. Uh, hello, 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 everybody. This is your friend Ray, your neighbor Ray. So good to be in your ears here at the Thanksgiving Day Parade and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And, oh boy, I want to introduce you to the rest of our team. We'll be here covering the parade. Maybe we won't be doing as good a job as Samantha Hoda and Al because they did such a wonderful job with the parade. Holy cow, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but we have a team. We have Bernie the Butterfly. Uh, Bernie, wh- where are you right now? Uh, thanks, Ray. Bernie the Butterfly here. I'm uh, flying around looking at these balloons, uh, seeing what I could see. It's pretty cold, though. It's freaking cold. Oh, thanks, Bernie. Uh, and uh, also we have uh, uh, Sir Greg, the Gregor, and uh, Tom, I mean uh, Mikey, uh, c- covering some some uh, some of the parade as well. Why don't you say hi, guys? Uh, thanks, Ray. It's me, uh, Gregor. I'm the, the Gregor, and I'm here with Mikey. You grace. Oh, thanks, Ray. We're, we're so happy to be here at the parade. Uh, back to you. Uh, thanks, guys. So this is uh, your friend Ray, Ray Perkins. Happy, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And this year's parade started out in such a spectacular fashion. I don't know how they do it, especially without my favorite Amy Cool, but, uh, they started out with, uh, now the one piece of controversy I thought w- was a young man. He was called Ryan, uh, but I think his real name was Lucas, uh, uh, but I'm not sure about that. But it, it starts out with a young boy in his room talking to Santa Claus on a TV, I think. And Santa says, hey, kid, I need you to save uh, the holidays for me and get the parade going because I, I can't remember what the storyline was. Uh, but basically, Santa needs Ryan's help. Uh, maybe to in uh, whatever the, the whatever whatever happened there. Then it was time for Ryan, uh, the the character, to shine. And oh boy, did he! Because it started with a Broadway style number outdoors on the streets of New York, and Ryan had a bike helmet, which I thought was nice. Uh, I don't know what this says, doubt relieved or something, but uh, he he does he does uh, he does a mo- this really nice Broadway number. Too many cuts though. Uh, first it starts out very nice with the dancing and things, but then he goes to a little behind the scenes shoot shots uh, 
and there's just a lot of cutting. I said, why not just have him, why not just have Ryan and the dancers dance? Why do you have to do so much? Is this a Transformers movie? Uh, but there was lots of cutting, and then he gets a magical jacket, M- much, not a Technicolor dream coat, but a sparkling black holiday dream coat. And at some point, it switches over to live, and he was still nailing it. This young man did a wonderful, wonderful job. And uh, he, there's a turkey. He's been in front of Tom the Turkey. And there's fireworks going off off of Tom the Turkey. I said, wow. Uh, uh, so very spectacular way to start the show. And then I did not expect this, but the next thing I see is my good friend Hoda. And I said, Hoda is in the house. Holy cow. And she's in a lovely uh, red, and she looked very cold. And then she said, well, it's 19 degrees, right? That's why I'm frigging cold. It's cold here. And we started to see the level of uh, the professionalism between uh, uh, Savannah and Hoda and all of the acting teams, because even though it was so cold, uh, they really did a good job. Oh, also more about Hoda. So she had on a white jacket with red leather gloves, a red two-toned hat uh, with a puffball at the top, and a red muffler, a scarf. Uh, really looked good. No Amy Cool this year. She's left of the team. I don't know if this is the second or third year I said maybe Amy Cool will come back. But no, it's Jeff Gannetta, somebody, the CEO. Oh, and I think people are already saying, well, what about Savannah? And I said, Savannah looked amazing as well. Now, the high point was her gloves, in my opinion, which was so cute. Uh, and then the side-by-shot, the two, what do they call that? A two-shot. a two shot. Uh, I don't know what the, if that's what they say on the news, but with uh, Hoda and Savannah, and they had side-by-side puffy hats, puffy puffballs on the hats. I just love that look. Uh, but now back to uh, the Macy's. They had these strange leaf dances. They called them the Macy's Starlets. Uh, but they were like a leaf, like a, a forest mammal. And um, and this isn't the only combination of mammals. And um, so I don't know if the elves were involved this year in the planning. And I'm not. I'm talking about the forest elves. But it was these kind of leaf people, uh, more like a leaf mammal. What does this say? White jacket, half rain, oh, half reindeer, half aut- autumnal ca- ca- creature. I think that was still about uh, a Hoda's jacket. Then, so Scooter did all the notes this year. That's why I'm, um, you know, I'm watching the parade and things. But he was just transcribing. Uh, then we see Santa Claus, lots of great guests. Oh, this is all the setup for the show. And then it even gets better because we get to see Al, who is in a parade motorcycle doohickey. He's kind of in a sidecar. It's a motorcycle with more than one sidecar. It's a mobile camera setup. Uh, it's good. What does that say? H and S, so H and 5. It's 5 or something. Uh, but Al, they get a lot of great crowd shots with this motorcycle, and Al's going through, and there's a lot of good laughs even. It, oh, Al... You'd say, a lot of people would say, a parade doesn't need comic relief. Uh, and I would say it does not when it has a little roker in there. Oswego, you know, Oswego's finest. Uh, one of the great graduates, along with Rob from Rob Has a Podcast from Oswego. And uh, Scooter's cousin, Joe. Uh, but uh, so, uh, let's see here. Oh, Hoda pumped a fist, with, I think with Al, uh, riding by. I liked that. Uh, then we had My Fair Lady. Uh, wouldn't it be lovely? It was nice. Uh, I saw someone, I said, is that like, a, like, a, give an audience, give chocolates? Oh, I think what happened is that, that, that she, the fair lady, she goes into the audience, uh, and maybe she gave chocolate to someone in the audience. Uh, there's also good whistling and street sweeping. And uh, then there's uh, coffee coffee and dancing. Hmm, Scooter's notes are always interesting. Uh, if you watch John Legend's performance, not to jump around, but I, there's a boy behind John uh, moving uh, like a, boy, a bear 
and um, Wooden Soldier combined. But then there's a commercial. And then, Bernie, do you have an update on Al? Let me put my hand to my ear. And, Bernie, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, thanks, Ray. Uh, it's Bernie the Butterfly here. Yeah, we get a long Al Broca shot uh, from high. He's giving high fives. Uh, and I'll be honest, Ray, you normally Bernie the Butterfly doesn't like anything, but I love Al Broca. He, uh, he's really making it, and then he makes even Hoda happy, which I liked too. So I thought, and then you, you did mention it, Ray, but it was supposed to be my line to talk about, uh, finally Savannah, she, she, she steps forward and says, yeah, I love forced friends. And she says the raccoon gloves and which was very nice. And then she also, I uh, also really like, as you said, uh, the hats and, uh, Side by side, poofy hats, and then even we get more hats uh, throughout the parade because it's so friggin' cold. And uh, then Ray, I'll take it. I'll take it because I'm gonna stay with this. Then there's a prom, the prom musical, which was good. I said what era because I wasn't sure what era it was from. Maybe the '90s, maybe the aughts. I don't know. Uh, but I loved this idea: build a prom for everyone. Like, hey, humans, get the friggin' message. Uh, what the heck, you're all in it together. You know, we, us butterflies, you don't see us saying uh, survival of the fittest. Uh, we, I mean, anyway, it's a different for us because we're butterflies. But I said, holy cow, it's so cold. And these people uh dancing their hearts out. And uh, there was someone, I thought there was a note here, Ray, but I don't see it. One of the young men in the back right, I believe, he was just such a good dancer. And then there's an amazing kiss, and then fist bumps between the lead actress and a best friend. And then there's a commercial. When we come back from the commercial, though, there's Al again on his machine. And he's really pumping up the 360 video. The throwback. Oh, he said there was a throwback surprise on there. But we didn't check that out because Scooter said, no friggin' way. And uh, Al rose by Tom Turkey. I think he said, wow, this is exciting. And give my regards to Broadway. So I thought that was, I loved that part. And then, Ray, let me throw it over to uh, Mikey and uh, the Gregor for this next musical number. Uh, thanks, Ray. Uh, next up was a Dama Summer musical, uh, Hot Stuff, and two song, two song, Last Dance and Hot Stuff. Uh, right, Greg, Mikey? Oh, thank you. Your, your grace, your grace. Uh, oh, yes, it was uh, her last concert. Uh, was the I think the musical is based on her last concert. There was uh, really good organs and what a voice. Uh, and I said, Mike, Greg and I, Gregor and I were talking because I said, does this boost up the musicals? Uh, and how do they choose which? Is it a boom or a bust for the musicals? Uh and they did two songs, uh, uh, but the transition, I'm not sure about the transition, or maybe it was really good because Scooter put a, a star here. And uh, this is the one where the guy was dancing on the right, actually, not in the prom. I think the guy was a good dancer in the prom, though. Uh, but this is at 9.39 a.m. Uh, if you're watching from home. Uh, the guy, oh, no, this was the guy under the Macy thing. This was the MVP of the parade, Scooter said, until Donna, some, uh, till the, uh, Oh, I'll save it. Okay, I'll save it. My, my, Mikey, t Gregor, take it away. Okay, yeah, thank you. thanks, Mikey. Don't be, it's okay. We're just, it's just a parade. We're just commenting on it. But he was MVP of parade. He was dancing to the right of the Macy's uh, overhang. And he was just uh, so, uh, having such a fun time. And then, uh, as everyone likes, you know, if they can't see me in the undershirt, we saw Justin Hartley in a muscle shirt, and he was a little bit sweating, and I, even I said, holy moly, uh, he's uh, quite a quite a catch, uh, that Justin Hartley. And usually we see him on the parade route uh, saying things that make everyone swoon, even characters from fan fiction. But uh, anyway, let's toss it back to Ray. Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, this is Ray Perkins here. Next up was an eye in the sky. And we had an EDM version of Sleigh Ride. Uh, and then uh, Double Kelly Clarkson Shout. Uh, what does that mean? Double Kelly Clarkson Shout. Uh, Kelly Clarkson started singing, though. 
So I don't know where the EDM sleigh ride came from, but Kelly Coxon starts singing this pom-poms in the audience. She was really bundled up well. I said, Kelly does a good job of taking care. You know, that is self-care, staying warm. Uh, don't let me down. And uh, more pom-poms. That was nice that they gave those out to the audience. Lots of cute kids holding the things. Uh, and uh, uh, There was dancing. Really, Kelly Clarkson also does a great job at pumping the audience up. So I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, then we have uh, just a random shot. I do, we don't have a time stamp, but it's somewhere in the 940 range of Al. Uh, and he was looking distracted. Uh, and uh, like uh, he was looking distracted, like he was being interviewed. Or he didn't know he was on camera or he was just enjoying the Kelly Clarkson performance so much. He was in days. And then we had a nice person, a person who's been very nice to the podcast, Chris Sullivan. Uh, he talked about his memories of the holidays. Uh, and th- then so we have a nice person who's been nice to the podcast. Not the only one on the parade either, by the way, but Hoda and uh, uh, Savannah, Al, if you ever need something to sleep to, please check the show out already. Uh, but then at 945, uh, the, Al is in his motorcycle thing. And he's he, Al always gives a hard time to the CLOWNSs because he knows that people don't always like them. So they're running with Al, and Al's like saying, keep up already. What are you doing? And one of them tries to keep up. Uh, and then the next thing you know, I said, holy mackerel. We see the, the amazing uh, Tina Fey comes on the screen. It was sitting with Hoda and Savannah. And Scooter put WTF, but Tina talks about the Mean Girls musical and working at it and the joy of working in a new medium and the challenges. And then I can't, she's gone free. Regina's gone free, uh, fearless and free in the cafeteria. Uh, was that what it was about a little bit? Uh, Oh, this was another one. Always in the back right. Another good guy dancing in the back right there. Uh, every comeback, Sweat Street, uh, the crowd is pumped. Uh, so that was good. I don't know what Sweat Street means, Scooter, but it was very good. And this one will turn over to Bernie the Butterfly after the commercial. Uh, the Rockettes, Bernie. Bernie the Butterfly here. Yeah, now, uh, this is nothing against the Rockettes, but... Uh, the music really was not uh, up to Rockette's standard, and I'm not sure if that was the mix, uh, but it wasn't really, it was a more of a music, and Rockette seemed to be in a, a dress casual type thing, so I didn't understand, uh, I, I said, what is this music? But then the parade kicks off after that, right, at uh, 34th Street. And we had the starlets, which Macy's calls them, with sparklers. Tom Turkey's on a truck, which was also a commercial. There was Macy's cheerleaders. And then the Ohio State Marching Band came in. Uh, but first they did an announcement with a lot of te- 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 uh, 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 teases. Let me give it back to you, though, Ray. Oh, thanks, Bernie. Uh, and then there was fast walking with the Ohio State's marching band. And then they sang lullaby, or they performed lullaby of Broadway. The Milford Plaza is a lullaby of old Broadway. If you watched WPIX in the 1980s, you would know that. Also, you probably know about beautiful Mount Airy Lodge already. Uh, then we have, oh, let me turn it over to Mikey and the Gregor. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ray. Uh, next up was Chase the Police, Police Pup. Uh, and he was, it was a giant puppy dog i remember from last year and he's a rescue pup it's a tv show and i think mikey and i should have our own show where we're uh like we get to play with the rescue pups uh after the show also we'd be giant uh be, be, be playing with the pups no job is too big no pup is too small that's what i believe too is the size of 30 german shepherds uh but even I couldn't figure out what was that, what's on Police Pup Chase's shoulders. Uh, I don't understand. Is I believe it is a, a siren, but you don't think so. No, I think it's rockets. Uh, 
for going very fast to to help to chase because chase has to chase. Like that makes sense. Back back to you, Ray. Okay, then there was a commercial. Then the Sugar Land sang "Babe," and a cranberry float. Uh, tall turkey and a giant goose with the featured objects on there, turning their heads, uh, showing cooperation, like the cooperative farms of the Cranberry Collective, which also is where I mean, my consciousness is now stored in a cranberry bog. You could do that also if you need to. You could have a bit. Uh, I think there was a move in one of the mirror. The uh, Opaque Mirror TV show has one where you're downloaded and your consciousness is downloaded to a cranberry bog. Yeah, Charlie, see, he was nice to the podcast, too. Uh, anyway, so then hands turn for cooperative. Oh, heads turn. Oh, they also had good earmuffs on the adults, but not on the friggin' kids uh, and these uh, cran dances. Uh, then there was some giant pilgrim heads. And uh, next up, uh, I'm going to throw, uh, thanks, Ray, burning butterfly here. There was eggs and butter and then a giant doughboy, but not one of our favorite doughboys, which is would be, uh, you know, depending, we, we you know, either Mike or the Spoon Man or, or Weiger, you know, it's just tough to decide between the two of them, you know, whether you want a hot salad or, you know, you like minions, you'd say, well, Weiger. You know, if you like giving Weiger a hard time or you're from Massachusetts, you'd say, Mitt Mike, uh, but this was a, a Pillsbury Doughboy, so not the original. This is some other friggin' Doughboy. Uh, I said, why don't they have, you know, in also, could you give you song a friggin' balloon too already? Yeah, uh, but this thing had a big smile on his face. Then we went into the valley of the Jolly Green Giant, uh, and Scooter said to say, ho, ho, ho. Like Santa, but it's in a different pacing, he said. Uh, and this giant, green giant, had a very empty look in his face. Was escorted by some peppy pumpkins and some sunflowers. Uh, and then uh, Carly Pierce, I believe, uh, singing. Then the Oregon Grants Pass band came through. Oh boy! I, 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 so this one they say they were performing somewhere over the rainbow, and I don't know if it was an instrument-based choice or uh, artistic choice, but they were playing it at a different key of pitch. And the result of that, not to be crit- critical, was just it made it harder pick up on the tune. I think because it was so low, uh, it just seemed it seemed like a different song, even. Uh, and uh, then Mike, Mikey, let me take you. Let me have you take this. Oh, thank, 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 thank you, Bernie. Uh, the next up was three hundred thirty pounds of wimpy kid, two hundred million books read, and a boy after my own heart. Especially he's so giant and he likes. I mean, I don't like reading books. I like screens only. And Ray tries to keep my screen time down. And uh, then he was, then he used baby. He said, "Look at even Groot has to have limits on screen time." And I said, "Why, why show Groot? Please glamorize screen time, someone out there." Uh, but also, I thought it was funny, Mikey. You, Greg, you tell him. Uh, yes, uh, the wimpy kid have the same hair as Scooter. I think we say the joke every year, but the uh, same hair as Scooter and the wimpy kid. Oh, thank you, guys. And then Sesame Street was up. Lots of waving, open mouths, and smiling. I mean, open mouths on the Muppets. Uh, and uh, uh, Annika Noni Rose uh, was on there. And uh, she was singing. There was a small pink fairy Muppet, a smaller one, that I couldn't figure out uh, who, who that was. There was also a young girl doing air miking, like singing into an air microphone that I liked. But the kids, some of the people had no friggin' gloves on there. And then they had a photo booth music. It felt like the song was cut short. Uh, then we had a jet, the balloon named Jet, who was uh, super wings, a Learjet, oh, same size as a Learjet uh, wingspan. It delivers special packages or something. And, you know, the cold air was having an impact on the balloons, so they were not in the thing. 
And then this was another highlight of the parade for me was when Hoda's quoting Mr. Rogers. I mean, I say, well, who do I love more, Hoda or Mr. Rogers? I don't even know. And then next up, uh, why don't you take this, Gregor? Uh, yes, thanks, Ray. Uh, it was a playground for unusual, uh, Scooter's handwriting is either unusual or uni- oh, universal kids' playground. Bryn Cartelli, great job. Uh, but again, we say, where's the Christmas music uh, or the holiday music? Uh, but again, we say, holy cow, actually, I'm watching uh, the replay. A woman in a fur coat was dancing very hard behind uh, a few, behind the kinder float uh, later in the parade. Uh, you know, we're going, we have multiple uh, feeds for the parade here. Uh, but we say, why couldn't there have been a holiday song in there? Then there was a nice, uh, oh, my, Mikey, why don't you, oh, yes, sir. There was a nice rainbow and smiling cloud. Uh, there was a, mo- they were very emoji-like. Uh, and uh, the kids were very good dancers. Uh, they had nice um, uh, mittens and, this is Bryn Cartelli. She had very furry mittens and a nice poofy hat. Uh, I would like to rub my chin or cheek against the hat and mittens. And this was nice. It said, friends with you. There was drops of nice. Uh, Dan, the people were called drops of nice. Uh, and uh, something on the, the spot, something on the cloud's face was very nice, too. Uh, Scooter's handwriting says S-P-O-L-L-N-G. But it was something nice on the cloud's face that you could watch, you know, on your own. Uh, then there was a Build-A-Bear. And this summer, Scooter got saw but when they have the Build-A-Bear Way Your Own, Pay Your Own thing at the shopping mall by where his parents live, and it was packed full of people. Uh, there was haunt dancers, and then I throw it to Ray because he's a big John Legend fan. Uh, thank, thank, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, next up was John Legend. He's uh, oh, he was he's so well dressed too. He had multiple layers on. He had a red jacket, a really nice cap on, which Scooter spelled as cape, which I could see John Legend in a cape. Uh, Amazing pants with a subtle but a distinct look to them. And uh, he looks like he had in a suit and then maybe another layer and then his outer layer. And they said, no wonder him and his wife are the stars of social media and they have their own holiday special coming right up. So that's something to look forward to. Oh, also a dress shirt on. I said, yeah, he has a dress shirt on, then a suit, uh, I believe, and then his jacket. Uh, then Snowpreen Pompons, uh, which I don't know what that means, Scooter. I think Snowperson Pompons is what he meant to write. Uh, then we have Toothless, which is a, a forest friend flying. Uh, I liked it. it was flying very low because of the weather and wrinkly. And Scooter put weak. Uh, he said, instead of toothless, call it airless. And then we had the James Madison Royal Dukes for, from Virginia. And then, uh, why don't you take it, Bernie? Yeah, but, Bernie Butterfly here. Then some friggin' clown Vikings. I said, what the heck? Uh, and I said, oh, also, the, in this marching band, I think the parents were in the band having to march fast too. And I wasn't happy about this because they were singing I Got Rhythm, but they felt like they were being rushed. Uh, but then they hit the marks so well, even though they were rushed. And I would have to give an award, to, like a sleeper act of the parade, to the drum holders who had to walk backwards. And uh, then uh, there were lots of cute kids. Then Entenmann's, which Scooter loves, uh, had its 122nd birthday. Uh, Hoda goes off script, Scooter puts, uh, Baker's Brigade, uh, Bake Shop, almost a tectonic, uh, something. I think this is when Pentonics came. Yes, yeah, Pentonics, because Scotty is another person Scooter has to always thank you to. He's been very nice about the friggin' podcast. And Scotty had a beautiful coat on with, it was like a houndstooth coat or something with a Yankees thing on it. But he's another person that's been nice to the podcast, so that's nice for him. There was also a clobake on a bike grunt, uh, rolling pins. Uh, 
I don't know what that says, Scooter. I, I mean, I honestly don't know. Uh, Globalike and a bike. I think you had to ride the bike to make the baking work. Uh, there was rolling pins. There was a baker falling canteen cupcakes. Uh, and uh, hats. Oh, oh, great cupcake hats. That was really good. I remember the giant cupcake hats. It looked like it may have started raining or snowing then. But I'm not sure. And then there was no lights, as Scooter noted. Uh, and then there was a commercial, Ray. Take it. Uh, thanks, Bernie. Uh, next up was the Fred Astaire dances. This was their first appearance in the parade. And holy moly. Uh, tuxedos and uh, matching dresses, red gloves and ribbons. I put first uh, a piece about... I don't know what that says. Scooter's handwriting. But this, oh, this was the first appearance. The first appearance, it says. Uh, but that means the uh, first appearance. And then Bozzy came on and the NHL float. Uh, different pucks from last year. Well, last year's MVP was the dancing pucks. Uh, a great red cap on Bozzy. But he didn't cover his ears. I said, cover your ears. Uh, well, take your hat on and off. Uh, uh, there was also a dancer on a unicycle and then the hockey guys, I mean, I'm sorry, you're in the parade. I don't mean to criticize, but, uh, they look like they were cracking jokes to one another the whole time and yucking it up instead of playing to the crowd. Like saying, remember when you hit that puck in the goal? Oh yes, I do. Ha ha ha. Uh, so I said, play attention to the parade. Excuse me. It's an honor. Or, you know, some sort of planned corporate event. I don't know which one. And then I want to send it back to the Gregor. Uh, thanks, Ray. Next up was Ronald, uh, whose hair was out of place, McDonald. Uh, and, uh, uh, Mikey, what stance do you have about the balloon? Oh, thank you. It's a uh, five-foot-wide five, five smile, which I said, uh, if you laid all the uh, scooter smiles, uh, next to each other over his whole lifetime. It wouldn't be five feet. Uh, uh, that's a good one, Mikey. Thank you. Uh, close up on his eyes uh, was a bit, uh, the balloon needs some uh, facial uh, expression. And uh, then Rita Ora, she did a great, oh boy. And also, I forgot, the, the, the good commercials with Amy Poehler and a, te- and a team of wonderful com- comedians. Uh, uh, and the commercials, but we're here to talk about the parade. But if we were here to talk about the commercials, that's what we'd be talking about. Uh, Gregor, what about, uh, what's Al up to? I uh, guess he was in giant bowling pins uh, for a commercial for bowling. Uh, they called it the Roker Cycle. He kingpins uh, to go, or at go, bowling in a bowling pin going after it. And he said, it's a healthy pastime. Go bowl, yo. Let the good times roll. Also, there was a giant bowling shoe car. And then back to you, uh, 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 sorry, back to you, Ray. Oh, don't worry, Greg. Now, now the Kindle eggs are allowed here in the United States, which I still didn't understand why they weren't. Uh, they had a thing. And then we had Ashley Tisdale on there. Now, I'll be honest with you folks. Uh, Ashley Tisdale is one of the reasons Scooter started this parade coverage uh, because of her rendition many years ago of last Christmas. Usually Scooter didn't watch these parades, I don't think. And then he said, wow, there's something about that performance uh, that put me in the holiday spirit. Uh, and, uh, but she, this year, she sang a regular song, not a holiday song. The charcoal meter was steady for a while on the kinder thing. And then it went w- w- off the charts. Uh, next up, we had Charlie Brown. He, first, I thought he had blue bows on his shoes, a balloon, giant balloon. Uh, but he was really caught up in his kite. Uh, and what was strange is that Charlie's now, and then the rest of the thing is later. And uh, it was a partnership with NASA. And then, oh boy, was Scooter happy because uh, CNS North Stars from Cicero, New York, were up next and they sang on Broadway. Uh, so that was great. Then we had the Big Apple Circus. It was a ladder dancer. 
there was a woman, warm and a adult woman in a in a uh, gentleman in Girl Scouts outfits that looked very warm. Uh, then a balloon catapult, uh, some other things I can't read, and the skyline. Escoche Bron, Sweet Log, uh, Yellow Coot, a balloon catapult on the skyline, something I can't read Scooter's writing, Sweet Log, Yellow, it, he takes off his hat, it was a good singer, uh, but Scooter's writing's not uh, readable, great uh, mic technique, uh, really into the show. Oh, this was with the Sour Patch Kids. It looked real. Uh, then we had Parkview at 220, Lakeview. Uh, then we had a 10 sibling pass in the um, Lake Worth, Florida band, 220 kids, a giant one. It was very good dancing. I can't, I couldn't imagine that the flagpole bearers, how cold those poles must be. There was gold to confetti, 10 flags, the flags with the number 10 on there. And then it was time to brighten up the sky with Pikachu, who said, let's go, and was so happy. And then there was Turtles and Jack and Jack performing. Cayenne Blue, a performer from Dragon Ball Z. Super Brody, was Scooter put. I don't know what that means either. Uh, and then Bernie, take it. Uh, th thank you, th thank you, freaking Bernie Butterfly here. But Big City Cheer Float was next. Uh, and they had no pressure. They said, this is your once-in-a-lifetime moment. Uh, uh, then we had uh, uh, Johnny Orlando, who was the greatest uh, name. They said, who, Scooter should have that name. Uh, and uh, a couple other people singing. Then we had the Spirit of America cheer band, 500. Uh, I don't think there was 500 people there, but uh, they had great hot pink and lime green neon pom-poms. Uh, now it was 25 degrees out, but Al said, uh, he, even Al said, I can't believe how cold it is. Everybody dances there. Oh, Mackenzie Ziegler was, one, uh, was singing with Johnny Orlando. Johnny Orlando, I mean, that, that name should have already been trademarked. How did someone not already trademark that name? Shimmer and Shine was up next to two genies uh, from uh, Riding a Magic Carpets. And we finally get a, a, a rendition of Last Christmas from Allie Brooke, uh, who was dressed all in white. She had lots of good bling on. Uh, someone did a great spin. Maybe it was her. Uh, and uh, Mikey, take it. Oh, yes. Uh, next up was a cat. I love this thing. It's a cat bus with the trolls, and they have a holiday special coming. And it's also Anna Kendrick, uh, jo Justin Timberlake, and jo Zoe Deschanel are in this holiday special, even. I don't know if they got the McElroy brothers, even though they're supposed to be in Trolls 2. Were they going to, uh, are they in the Trolls Holiday movie? That's what I would request, please. And Scooter also is wondering if Justin Timberlake has been in the parade, which I think he has. I just wonder what year it was, uh, which brought up a question of is, is, is there an IMDb of parades? IMDb, IMDBP or IPDB? Uh, okay, go ahead, McGregor. Uh, Yes, uh, next up was a Macy's Band Parade. Uh, they were doing a lot of flossing. And uh, not even though it's a Macy's Parade Band, they didn't do a, they didn't do a holiday song. So that was a bit of a letdown. Uh, Girl Scouts up next to doubling down on STEM. Uh, I think someone said, keep it lit, which I said, what in the heck? Tegan Marie, that was a song she sang. Uh, now, Ray, I'll let you take this next one. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, this is Ray. Now, next up was Kalahari, a new float from Kalahari. Now, Scooter used the bathroom there this summer. I'm not kidding. He said he drove, it's in the Catskills somewhere, or one of those things, Poconos, I believe. Uh, and Scooter went on a day trip to see his uh, nephew 
and uh, he had to drive past it. And on the way back, he said, uh, I got to stop and use the bathroom there and look at the lobby of the Kalahari. And it's into a water park, a little bit big. Scooter said he wouldn't go. Like, oh, never, you know, you know, in case you're thinking of sponsoring the podcast, I mean, uh, but he said it was too many people. Uh, it was a bit more like a casino than a. It was very, very, very big and very busy. Uh, and uh, LMA Mai blew it up, as she sang. Uh, that was good. It, it was. This was another combination, organic, like of uh, a vegetal and animal, an elephant with tree pots. And also in the audience was a woman with a drumstick, uh, like googly ears or whatever those things are called, like the headband with the things on the... Um, a spring, but they were drumsticks. Uh, then we had the Riverside uh, Hollywood Band uh, from Riverside City College. Uh, sing, sang, sung, great dances, but it was very, you know, very cold. Uh, yeah, then SpongeBob, uh, who has a Santa hat, uh, for a square balloon, over 18, 800 uh, internal ties to keep a, it was SpongeBob square. Uh, then the King's Hawaiian float, which had palm people, uh, 30 years. Oh, uh, oh, Gregor, is, this is, uh, bare naked ladies, uh, their 30 years of uh, being in band together. And Scooter wanted to say that one time when they were on uh, 90210, he was there earlier in the day when they were filmed. They weren't filming yet. They said, uh, in Jason Priestley directed that episode. Scooter wants everybody to know that. Uh, then there was uh, the uh, very American uh, expression of a loving fossil fuel by the dinosaur. Uh, yes, gas. Oh, yay, gas. Uh, never something. A family-owned company. That was very interesting. 72 feet long. The only life-size balloon. We'll ask Stephen, uh, Stephen Ray for that, if that is true. Uh, Mikey? Oh, yes, uh, the the South Dakota Mount Rushmore was next. Uh, that Scooter loves uh, South Dakota. So I don't know if you have a budget for, for having a float uh, for the Badlands in Mount Rushmore, but you should support the podcast. Uh, uh, then uh, Pure Candy, uh, Kane Brown was singing, Cute Kids, uh, uh, something... Uh, buffalo PJs, uh, that was interesting. Kids dressed in a buffalo, the buffalo PJs. Oh, toasty warm. Oh, also behind, uh, Scooter's also a fan of the, and Ray is a fan of the Hollywood Tower Hotel and the Macy's uh, thing that, that looked like that. It says, you know, Macy's, I don't know what it says, uh, but it was getting a lot of screen time. Kind of like the thing you would put on a monogram or something. Uh, then Red Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. 25 years of being a Power Ranger. I'd like to be a Power Ranger for one day. I think that would be nice. Uh, go ahead, Ray, because I can't read this writing. Oh, thank you, thank you. There's something, the uh, Alabama, uh, somewhere from Alabama is a band. Uh, Lounges and skate, no biz, like showbiz. So they sing no business like show business, but it was rocking. Uh, then maybe Sue Washington did something. Uh, Hunter looks uh, truck picture and picture ad. Oh, there was a, there was a, after that, there was a picture and picture truck commercial. And there was a debate about this, even among the audience. It was the second coldest Thanksgiving or the first coldest in New York City history. Or maybe it was the second coldest, but it was the coldest parade day. Uh, Scooter put WTF on that. Uh, and then uh, Elf, uh, oh, then uh, I said, who owns this Elf on the Shelf uh, uh, copyright and trademark? Because holy cow, because this is... Uh, I can't remember. The elves have their own TV thing, the whole new thing now. And Giggling St. Boundaries, uh, they have a new show with elf pets on TBS. Uh, I don't, it is that, oh, St. Bernard's. That's what that's supposed to say, Scooter. I don't know if the St. Bernard's were giggling. And then who wants to, who wants to burn Scooter? Because the next up is uh, Scooter the, 
Uh, thank you. Uh, next up was a balloon just like Scooter. It's uh, in the fetal, is uh, the elf uh, in the position like Scooter normally is uh, after he talks to people. Yeah, Bernard Butterfly here. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's right. That balloon, the elf on the shelf, looked a bit like Scooter. His knees pulled up to his chest, uh, staying comfortable. But don't be afraid. You know, even Bernie the Butterfly gets in the fetal position a lot. And I wasn't, you know, I was in a position like that in my chrysalis. So we don't call it, we call it the chrysalis position, but it's the same thing. You say, I need some comfort right now. Uh, Then we had Leona Lewis uh, and uh, something else with a band. uh, But Oh, no, then a a band from uh, Centerville, Georgia. Or Carterville, Georgia. They did Ode to Joy and Hallelujah together. I think they were the Wildcoat Cats. Now they pulled off the transition, uh, but I'm not sure Leonard Cohen needs the help. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, you know, Leonard Cohen does just fine on its own, is what I would say. Uh, With the joke Scooter wrote for me. Like, uh, so be careful what you mash up with. Uh, But it was good. It was a good attempt. It was brave. then there's a goose with a heart from Aflac, uh, and we get to meet a uh, scooter didn't write this, but I think it was Abby who won the Bob Hope Scholarship. Uh, so congratulations to you, and uh, go ahead, Ray. Oh, thank you. Uh, then we had a giant crying uh, behind a giant crying head behind Aflac Duck. We did. It was so strange. And then the peanuts were there, but with Charlie Brown's float was about an hour before. So I said, what's going on here? Yeah, but, but maybe Charlie Brown, you know, that is, it, it does fit with the story that, that Charlie Brown would be. It's even the day I was in the parade alone with Charlie Brown. Uh, but we did then decorations, a nice boa, and then someplace or something, and then uh, an ad. Uh, then, uh, we came back and there was a tribute to Gene McFadden, uh, with the, with the team, uh, and they all had hats on to, to, and they gave a tip of a hat to Gene McFadden, which was a very touching moment. Uh, then, oh my gosh, Scooter. Oh, Fort Worth, Texas. Keller, Fort Worth, Texas. Keller Band from Fort Worth, Texas does Gloria. Uh, then we had Olaf, whose arm was like, because of the cold weather a little bit, uh, and they said Olaf would have enough snow to cover the Matterhorn in Disneyland. And they promoted the Frozen musical, which looks good. And go ahead, Bernie. Uh, thank you, Ray. Uh, then but we had a banyan tree or something. And Al's a big Martina McBride fan. Holy cow. Uh, but she was with the kids' choir, and the kids were, were uh, even though it was kids on the carousel, which was nice, very happy ornaments and presents. And uh, then uh, some Christmas cheerleaders, which was nice. And uh, then, uh, Mikey, why don't you take this? Oh, yes, uh, there was a, a nutcracker float, which was new and very stiff and had strange teeth, uh, uh, it was, uh, an interesting balloon, I, I could say. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, go ahead, uh, Gregor. Uh, yeah, then the Hallmark Advent Calendar, 24-7 National Treasure Dancing. Uh, but this is just Scooter's notes. Really, this was the parade MVP, Diana Ross. Uh, do yourself a favor. Look it up. It's, uh. She's so happy. She's dancing. She's having fun. Tracy Ellis Ross is there, too. It was a double wow. It was a great moment. She, her hair, her, her body language. Uh, it was a, That was the highlight of the parade for everybody. Everybody else's speechless. That's why I had to take it. Uh, then we have the Grinch and a Delta tree. Festive holiday. Uh, float, a hundred characters. Oh, this was, okay. So there's a Grinch float, I believe, a balloon of the Grinch. Uh, then the Delta festive uh, holiday tree, singing tree with a hundred person choir, 26 Delta employees. Uh, they sing the May- Macy's National Anthem. Uh, we believe. Uh, 
and uh, like an ad for the Grinch or something, Scooter said. And Ray, take us home. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody. I hope you're having a holiday season with the full of self-care and uh, joyful moments like the great Diana Ross uh, supreme uh, performance. Uh, then we had Sonny, Sonny the Snow Pal uh, off something in a space helmet. Uh, I don't know. There was a space helmet on a snow person. That was, we, we didn't... Uh, then we said, we need back Cheryl. I don't know what that means either. Uh, but the Spirit of America Dance Stars, 600 kids, this says. Again, I'm not sure that number. But it was a great group. Uh, and then at the end, they uh, they all together sang, Merry Christmas, everybody. That was a really good, good uh, cheer. And then they had, now this, okay, Ray's going to close it out with a suggestion. Not a, not a, uh, they had the one and only Santa Claus. What does this say? Triceratops City. I don't know what that means, Scooter. Tri- oh, Ticket Tape City. There was a lot of Ticket Tape or uh, Ticket Tape-like tape. Uh, and uh, Scooter tried to quote up Hoda here, but he says, at the end, Hoda says, Collateral Powder Earl, uh, which I, I, I sco- su- su- Hoda says, called out... Oh, coldest uh, uh, parade ever. Okay, so those both stats could be true then. Uh, but I don't understand that now. Again, this is a great parade, but why not have uh, a payoff or a callback to the young man who started the parade With when you have Santa Claus? You know, even these episodes have a conclusion, uh, which is just to say, get in your bed. But it, we wouldn't like to see the boy from the beginning of the parade again singing, in my personal opinion. Uh, I think it would just have been nice and yeah, see him bundled up. Uh, uh, but, you know, I hope you're snuggled in your bed. And on behalf of all the team here at Sleep With Me podcast, uh, I hope you have, we're very thankful to be putting you to sleep. All the people that support the show uh, go out of the way to keep the podcast going. Uh, but yeah, just like picture Diana Ross, uh, snuggled up uh, in a toasty, warm layers, John Legend in layer after layer of uh, style and song. All of them wrapping you up uh, and carrying you off into dreamland. Good night.